This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling! David Arquette won the world title! I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The anger of the pole match! And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch! Kiss my ass! Judy Bagwell on a forklift match! Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I am. Mankind did it! Chappy Chappy! Beep beep! Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage! I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Bro, you see, there it is again. <laughs> now, because you, you got, got me. This stupid looking grin on your face. Because <laughs> now you got me thinking about it and you I'm laughing in my head. looking grin on your face. What's it, going it, on? Explain to them because they didn't. Before, before we came on the air, you had a stupid looking <laughs> grin on your face. I asked you about it. You no sold it. We got that stupid looking grin on your face. During the music, you still had a, uh, you, you still had a, a grin on your face. Well, during the music, it's because I'm thinking of you saying, why do you have a stupid grin on your face? So that's why I had the stupid why grin on my face. Why the stupid grin? I don't know. Well, that, well, that's why I have it now. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe you're happy tomorrow's Thanksgiving. You're happy tomorrow's Thanksgiving? It's not like Christmas. Yeah, but you go to, you go to your family's. The brother comes over. Yeah. The brother has one boy, right? Three girls. Three girls. <laughs> Close. <laughs> and they call you Uncle Jerry. Uh, not yeah, Uncle Jeff. Yeah. Do you play video games with the three girls? Are they into video games? Um, they are, but they there's no video games at my parents' house. Ah, I got you. Yeah. So how do you entertain these three little nieces? I don't. They entertain oh themselves. Oh my gosh. Um, you saw my father was on the show today. Yeah, I have not checked it out yet. By the time this comes out, it will be out for everybody. Yes, Papa Russo made an appearance on the show. He was on Chicken Next today. We had a good time. I also want to throw out there too, Jeff, because I just texted him, and it's been a long time. Today is Ed Ferrara's birthday. How's he I, doing? He's doing good. I, I, I texted him, and I told him I was going to call him next week just to catch up with him and see how everything's doing. Yeah, he he did very well dropping out of the spotlight. Oh, he did, bro. Like he he did a great, great, great job uh dropping out of the spotlight. But you know, bro, like God bless him. He 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 got a teaching job, man. So he didn't need to do this in order to generate income and he he walked right out. So many so many people always ask me, somebody was just asking me like two minutes ago, oh, why don't you do a show with Ed and blah blah blah. Bro, he's done with wrestling. I I would never, ever, ever put him on the spot like that. Yeah, well, good for him. Yeah, but I'll tell you who I will put on the spot. Let's bring everybody up to date of the Hollywood situation. Is there an update? Because I don't know. Yeah, well, the people don't know. Everybody knows I texted her one time. Uh, DM'd. DM'd her one time. Yeah, well, we had the clip last week where uh, Gabe Tough asked her. Gabe Tough. Yeah. After the Gabe Tough, I DM'd her a second time. And I said, look, I just thought, you know, it could have been fun. It could have been enlightening. We could have had a nice conversation. 
Happy Thanksgiving. Good luck in everything you do. Well, the, the, the thing is, we do make fun of her. I mean, so not knowing you, you're just a mean person that makes fun of her. That's how you come. That's how you probably come across to her. Well, that's probably I, why she doesn't respond. Well, I told her she could ask the good people that busted open about me uh, to, you know, to find out. But, um, you know, apparently, apparently not, bro. So I'm not surprised. I said bro, that last week. There, There's no way she would ever come on this yeah. show. Bro, you know, I, I was I'm thinking of something, man. I want to get your uh, feedback on this, which was interesting to me, bro. Every single night when I go to bed, I just put um, Seinfeld on Netflix. And I just go through season nine over like a loop over and over and over again. And bro, it's funny because as brilliant as Ben Hameen is, he absolutely hates Seinfeld, cannot stand Seinfeld. But one of the reasons he doesn't like Seinfeld, bro, is he's not a fan of any show with a laugh track. And I, I I was thinking, bro, like in television, I wonder how they go about deciding whether or not a show is going to have a laugh track. Well, isn't it normally with the multicam three wall where there would be an audience at the fourth wall, you know, a studio audience, that type of setup. If it's a one cam shot, I don't think they ever used the laugh tracks. Like the office was a one cam shot, you know? It, so. so you, you think the way they shoot it has something to yeah. do with it? Yeah. I think it's the old sitcom multicam classic look. It, I mean, the laugh track is a, is a classic thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think Seinfeld would be just as funny. I don't think Seinfeld needs a laugh track. You know what? I don't even notice it. Yeah. Like it's it's all kind of subliminal. Like I don't yeah. even re- realize it because normally I'm laughing when the laugh track is laughing. Yeah, you know. I was just watching uh, before I got on here. Um, uh, Banya with the Armani suit, <laughs> 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 and he he kept prolonging that meat like that freaking freaking his. Yeah, there, there's not another show in history that had no. so many great side characters no like all of them. it blows my mind that ben hates that show that blows well, how much mind. of it is he actually seen is he seen enough to make a full judgment or he saw a couple episodes didn't like it in that and that kind of cemented his uh feelings on the show. i gotta ask him about that bro i gotta ask him about yeah, that yeah because i mean time. what what if he saw two episodes from season two like the yeah, with the the cable the cable one when yeah, he got the, shot and that crap. Yeah, yeah, the 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 pony and the Chinese restaurant and all that. Ugh. I mean, I like to to me that's classic. I enjoy those episodes, but they're not near as funny as the later stuff. Yeah, so, no. so who knows what he's what his sample size is there? And yeah, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to ask him about that. And see what he says. Yeah. All right, bro, you got any shout outs? I do not. What about you? We're getting close I, to the holidays. We're getting close to the holidays. I did get something today, but I did not open it. So okay. I will I will share. I will save that shout out for next week. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's get down to the uh, nitty gritty, man. Let's start uh, castrating some more. All right, well, we're going to start off with an Eric Bischoff video with Mike Johnson on his show. Recently? I believe this is, it looks recent, yes, by Johnson, because he's lost a lot of weight. He looks a lot different. Uh, This was sent in by Gabe Tuff. Let me jump in right off the bat. I want to start the show off right. First of all, props to you for being so good at what you do in covering wrestling. 
you're one of a handful, and you're at the top of the list, you and Dave Shearer, uh, and in my opinion, in terms of being credible and, 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 and being, being a news site that's positive for the industry. When, when anything ever breaks from you or on PW Insider or from Dave, um, I don't have to second guess it. I don't spend a lot of time wondering if it's really true or if it's based on fourth-hand information that's not been verified. When it comes from you, brother, I know it's news and I know it's real. So props to you and, and PW Insider, Dave Shear, you guys do a great job. Wow. Well, you know, here's here, here, see, here's the thing, bro. This is like... This is like the difference between us and them. I, I, I love the way Bischoff said in there, in my opinion. Um, obviously, bro, I had different, uh, I had different circumstances, uh, with Johnson, bro. And, you know, everybody knows the whole deal with when I, when I mistakenly sent him that email. And again, if that were me, Rather than go to the presses with it and this, that, and the other thing, I would have contacted me first. And and all he had to say to me was, okay, Vince, the gig is up. You accidentally sent me this email. Before I go live with it, do you have any comments? To, to me, that is a professional journalist. But the dude couldn't wait to run with it, which, you know, bro, partially, partially – had a little something to do with the uh, my relationship t- with TNA coming to an end. It definitely did have something to do with it. So, you know, bro, like the reality of the situation is I've never been able to forget that. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, you know, Bischoff thinks they're a reliable news source. And, you know, he, he's just had a different experience with them than I've had. Very weird statement, though, to say that they're good for the business. Yeah, well. I mean, how has M- M- MJF got a plane ticket? I mean, how how is that, you know, good for the business and, and great news and it's real news? Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, apparently I'm sure that's how Eric really feels. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a follow up. I don't know if it was last week or the week before we had that clip where Hollywood said that she was a movie star. Remember that she was in a movie. Yes, 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 yes. Well, Anders Ong making the big comeback this week sent in the context for that. So she was not in a movie, but what she was referencing was she was on a movie set for a piece for her YouTube show, and they trained her how to do the stunts, and that's where the footage came from. Hey guys, it's Denise Salcedo with Instinct Culture. And if you see that I am dripping sweat right now, it is because I am. I am at the Universal Studios back lot learning how to throw some punches. And I'm hopefully going to get to use some weapons. All because of Nobody that is out right now in digital and in Blu-ray on June 22nd. So let's go ahead and have some fun. My name's Matt. This is my team. We're going to just run you through some techniques that Bob did to prepare for the movie, and then we'll film some fight scenes in our house. If I throw hook punches at Sonia, it doesn't really look like it works, right? But then if you guys are camera and I stack it over her shoulder... When we go in there, you guys are going to have a lot of different weapons. Go forward and stop and bring it back. It's almost like your straight punch. What else? 
So this is cool. If you're listening on the audio, they they let her film scenes. So that's where that came from. They're just they let her be a part of scenes just for her YouTube show. <laughs> Right, enough of this. Ask your question, bro. So I'm a, I'm going to ask you a serious question. I'm going to pose a serious question. How much percentage wise, more money would you and I be making if we were cute females? A- as a shoot, how much more money do you think we'd be making if we were cute females? And doing the same thing we do now. Doing the same thing we're doing now, but with with two cute females doing this. Um, I don't know. That's a, I mean, I would assume we would probably make more, but that's just probably. A, yeah, I'd say I don't we'd, know. we'd make fifty. We'd make fifty percent more money, bro. Fifty percent more money if we were cute females. I don't. That doesn't necessarily translate. I, I think it does. I think it definitely does, bro. Yeah, Bro, speaking of us. But that's cool stuff. Like I to me, I we we had the interview, we heard her reasoning. I still don't understand how she's on actual red right. carpet. She's doing stuff right. like that. And then I know I want to do wrestling. That's know? what I was that that's all that I wanted to ask, bro. That's all I wanted to ask, and I want to get into bro. You know what was so freaking disturbing today? Uh tell 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 me how you would have felt about this, Jeff. I and I don't give a shit what anybody says. Jeff, I went, I took a ride into Denver today to go to my favorite um, record store, um, Twist and Shout. And Twist and Shout doesn't have a bathroom. But next door is the tattered, the tattered bookstore, something like that. The tattered covered bookstore or something like that. They got a bathroom in there. Now, you know, Jeff, I went over the balls and the holes in the underwear, and I'm drinking so much water now, like, I got to pee every two minutes, okay? So, Jeff, I go over to the Tattered Covered Bookstore. I think that's what it's called. I go over there to go to the bathroom. Jeff, there is a sign on the door. It's an all-gender bathroom. I was so freaking un comfortable bro walking into an all gender bathroom i that has never happened to me in my life bro women were allowed in there that's what i'm talking about men and women were allowed in the same bathroom i felt very 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 uncomfortable in there i'm sure a lot of people do I mean, bro, th- think, think, think about this. Like, bro, he, bro here's the thing. He, here's how they get away with it. Remember, remember when George came up with the idea of the stalls going all the way to the floor? Yes. They almost go all the way to the floor, but they don't. But, bro, the idea of, okay, bro, once you take a deuce, now you're standing up and now you're, you're sticking out your butt and you're, you're, you're wiping your butt, bro, you know, two, three, four, five, six times, whatever it takes to get clean. Bro, you don't know if there's a woman in the next stall. Like, like seriously, bro, like, I'm serious. You don't know if there's a woman. There's, there's one door separating you. I may be wiping my ass with my ass pointed right towards the wall. Well, I'm sure if you're in there taking a shit, stinking up the bathroom, a woman's not going to want to be in there anyway. 
I man, bro, I, I I was so freaking uncomfortable in that. And like I said, I was uncomfortable because of the men and women thing. Well, yeah, obviously. that's why I was uncomfortable, man. And and I just kept thinking, like, God, bro, like, what if there's a dude in there and like a, an attractive teenage girl is in there? Like, th- th- there's so many things that could go wrong, bro. Would you rather be in a stall next to a woman or Dave Meltzer? All right, let's hold on, go. Hold on, hold on. That'll come. That'll come out over the mic. I didn't hear it. Yeah. Oof. Let's go to a Dave Meltzer tweet. This was sent in by Greg O'Grady. So Meltzer had put out a tweet that Raw did 1.46 million. I consider those exceptional numbers, given what the NFL did head to head. Talking about the Chiefs and Eagles. Most watched game since 1998 for Monday Night Football. So somebody replied to that and they said, I remember the dark days of 2018 when 2 million was the danger zone number for Raw. So Dave replies, television has changed. Mind you, this is five years ago. Five years ago, right. Five years ago. Television has changed. Every single show on network TV and almost every on cable would be canceled in another generation with the numbers they get today because it's a different world and you can only judge based on today's standards, not last year and certainly not five years ago. This guy doesn't have a clue when it comes to television. Jeff, I came to a conclusion and I talked about it uh, on a couple of shows today with Disco to get his opinion. Then I talked about it with EC3 to get his opinion. I've come to the conclusion, Jeff, and if you look at it this way, I think you will have a different perspective of how you feel about WWE programming. Bro, I think WWE programming, I think they are at the point, Jeff, of they are just looking at themselves as content creators. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It doesn't matter what the rating is. I literally think they are just looking at themselves as content creators. Then they've been doing that for how many years? I mean, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, like yep. I, I don't know if that's a good excuse. I just think they suck. Yeah, but I, th- I think, but, I think, I, I just don't think they care. I think they're just churning out content. Yeah. Well, I've, I know I said this on another show, but I'm going to say it again because of this tweet. This is what Dave doesn't understand. First off, he always fails to acknowledge that when you watch on these YouTubes and in Hulu lives and all that, that counts in the numbers. And the other thing is, yeah, a lot of people aren't watching network comedies and dramas and all that stuff. Why? Because the best shows are on the streaming services now. Wrestling is not. Wrestling does not have better shows on Hulu. Wrestling does not have better shows on Netflix. So if you want to watch wrestling, you have to watch it on cable. So you can't use that excuse that that's just how TV is. No, it's not. Because if people wanted to actually watch wrestling, they would watch it on cable. They don't want to watch it. So this is just another excuse because it's not like I'm not going to watch Raw or Dynamite because Nitro's on Netflix, and that's way better. Because that's what happens with other TV shows now. The the best content gets put on those services. So, yeah, that's why everybody's watching that stuff. If the better shows were only on NBC, ABC, Fox, like the good old days, you would still see people watching those shows because that would be the only place you could watch it. Yeah. The only place you can watch wrestling 
is on these television stations. They don't want to watch it. That's why they're not. So this this excuse is such bullshit. Yeah. No, I agree with you, bro. I'm I'm going to go back to what I've said a million times. If it's good, they'll watch it. They're not watching it because it's not good. It doesn't matter what it's on. It's not good. All right. Let's go to a Sean Sapp video that was uh, sent in sent in by Gabe Tuff. He's got a big announcement, Vince. Hey, our, our Fightful Select uh, Award nominations will be happening in December. And last year, they were staff nominated. This year, we're going to take a lot of insight from our readers to nominate as well. And, of course, you guys are going to be voting uh, also. Awesome. What, what was that in front of him? I see he's in a new location. He's got a new Fightful sign. I'm trying to what, – what is that? Yeah, we've had this – this shop before what blows my mind is this map that he has of it's a world map if you really look at it but it looks like freaking piles of cocaine yeah like, it and, does and, you know like it looks like scarface you're right yeah. bro it looks just like tony montana yeah <laughs> what, what, what about the way the belt is there i know that's great yeah oh so you're right it, though bro you are absolutely right yeah does he move that belt from the case from the other location to here i, so yeah, I, I bring guess it so bro i guess so man yeah but i can't wait for these fightful awards because remember last year tony khan made an appearance oh, mjf God, made an appearance bro, please man oh what a waste of <laughs> time man let's go to dave Meltzer. This was sent in by Francesco Castano, and he's talking about this past week when Collision was on Friday and went head-to-head with SmackDown, uh, Meltzer, and Alvarez. It's going to be interesting to see if Alvarez tells him about to stop making excuses to his face. Remember we got that speech last week? Yeah. Let's see if he tells him to his face. Well, if he did, it's not in this clip. All right, take us through the ratings from this weekend, SmackDown, Collision, and Rampage. Yeah, well, I tell you the one thing. I yeah, guess. well, yeah. <laughs> you already, bro. Yeah. You know what it's going to be by two words. You know yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah, well, go yeah. ahead. It's it's disappointment. Yeah. It's disappointment that WWE killed them. Like yeah. that's what it is. It, like there's no way you're not a a, a biased journalist when uh you when you have an emotional response to one company doing bad against the other. Yeah, company. yeah well and rampage yeah well i tell you the one thing i guess i mean like it 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 was not unexpected what happened um as far as um you know i think the ratings for uh collision um i mean i i if you had asked me what the number would be it probably wouldn't have been much different than the number was i probably would have said like like 300,000 tops and it was ended up being like, you know, 270,000 and 0.08. I mean, it really 0.08. Why even even have the number? Why even have a number? Yeah. Why, why, why are we talking about numbers at that point, Jeff? Why are you even talking about numbers, man? We've said this for so long, bro. It wasn't when you think about it. Um, I mean, cause they, it was the lowest they'd ever done. You know, the other lows were against, you know, um, pay-per-view, you know, which maybe like like a, a WWE pay-per-view, maybe we'll have a million viewers. But from a television rating standpoint, you know, because it's not like it would be equivalent to like 500,000. And, and 
I love the I what? love the way he skews those numbers all the freaking time, bro. Yeah, now he's just making up things. Um, uh, a million on a pay per view equals five hundred thousand on television. Yeah, yeah. NXT Saturday Night Special, which hurt, you know, uh, Collision. I mean, that wouldn't even be close to that. That would be even less. But it still does a number on the the show. This is, you know, I had figured well over 2 million viewers, which is really, again, the number of people who are actually watching SmackDown at one point or another on Friday night is, you know, probably well, you know, in, 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 in the 4 million plus range. I mean, there'll be 5 million. Does he know that Fox didn't renew the contract? Should should somebody fill him in that the numbers were so great for Fox that they decided not to renew the contract? Should, does, does he even know that? We got a simp so bad for AEW's 270,000 that we're now going to say that SmackDown is getting 5 million. 5 people. million. 5 million, bro. Yeah, 5 million. <laughs> You know the 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 uh, the last million is probably mostly uh, is 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 DVR viewership. So it's four million people watching this. You know, so at least four times a a PLE, and probably you know eight times or more what an NXT show is drawing. So and can I tell you something? <laughs> can I tell you something, Jeff? Seriously, he's not as stupid as we make him out to be. Because, Jeff, when he starts throwing these numbers out there, he knows nobody can follow him. There, there is no Al, – Al, Alvarez cannot even follow him. So he's throwing this random shit out there knowing damn well that nobody can follow any of it. So that what, what happens is, Jeff, they tune him out. Yeah. They tune him out because they have no freaking idea what he's talking about. And the other half – will actually repeat what he says right arguing with a stranger on twitter not even knowing what he said yeah they, they'll just yeah. repeat well, you know yeah. a million on pay-per-view is five hundred thousand. yeah like oh my god five million no. people watch smackdown <laughs> seriously man unfamiliar night they're moved they're moving from, from their familiar side to friday so actually you know i mean um it shouldn't you know the number is what it should have been the, the number is what it should. The number is what it should. I got. Yeah, I, I, I got. I got something on my uh, uh, broadcaster where he says the same exact thing. All right. <laughs> What's next, Jeff? Oh, we got some more of Houseman and on Stu's show. Yeah, hold on, Jeff. Does this sound familiar? Those best Iron Man matches ever had that's ever been. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah, we Stu's back in the fold. Yeah. If if you were. Doubting the inebriation of Ronaldo oh, Pippen boy. on last week's show. Here's some more evidence sent in by Gabe Tuck. Is this watch. the same show or a new show now? Same show. It's the okay. same show. Okay. So just just watch him. They're talking about the NWA or Billy Corgan or something, but uh, sent in by Gabe Tuff. You just mentioned, you know, you know, delegating and and using a career. Bro, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I'm I'm going to stop you right here, Jeff. I, listen, I I know I'm I'm old. I know I'm old, but I I see I see the cool kids and the things that they do that makes them seem cool, bro. I put it. I put a tweet out there. Cody Rhodes, bro, doing a run in wearing his winter coat. Okay, like like that's cool. Like that that's cool to the cool kids. 
Bro, he's drinking on here to look cool. I don't – maybe he's an alcoholic. I don't know. If, if he was 19 or 20 and, and he's underage and trying to look cool. No. Like, no, not they, at they, his Jeff, age. They don't, they, don't think, they don't think the way normal people think, bro. I'm it telling you. Regardless, it doesn't mean that he's not drunk because watch him. It's It's almost eerie. We hear the same things about Tony Khan with AEW. Oh boy! Although we're not, you know, I don't know okay. how much acrimony why, there why, is. Why are they all goofballs, man? Why is every one of them just a goofball, bro? Uh, that's what must lead them all into this path of enjoying this uncool, just terrible form of entertainment. I mean, it, it it is like yeah. th- this is not cool pro wrestling. We all lived it. God uh, no, we lived please. it in in different in different eras. We lived it. Th- this is not cool entertainment. Normal no. people like what the hell is this? But these weird people like this are drawn to it. Yeah. So they're all just I don't know. It's weird, bro. Right it's a cult. Man. It, it is a cult. It, it it definitely is a cult, bro. There's no question in my mind. I swear to God, man, I could do a show with Mike Williams and break down everything about professional wrestling, and Mike would say it is 100% a cult. All right, let's go to Brian Alvarez's video that was sent in by Anders Ong, and now we have another person that has a large dilemma with their weekend. Now we have collision on Saturday night. So my Saturday nights are somehow I got to get through two hours of collision and then like I better have watched Smackdown the night before because I got to get through the two hours of collision. Then I got to try and get through the entire UFC pay-per-view before I do a show with Dave at like one o'clock in the morning. And it's like I'm filled with such dread. But like when it's all over, I, I feel so much better and I sleep, you know, for that five hours or whatever, like the dead. Ecstasies, in fact. I was, I was but no, the point that. is, I'm not looking forward to three hours of Raw. I hope whoever buys them goes, you know what? We're going to pay you more for less. Whoa. Jeff, I was just talking to Disco today. Me and Disco do the same exact thing. Jeff, I was doing this before I, I was a writer. Okay? You fast forward through the matches. All you care about is what the finish is. You want to see the finish, and then you want to see the shit between the matches. Once the bell starts, you fast forward, bro, all the way to the finish so you know how the match ended. Why do these guys feel they have to sit there and watch the entire three hours of the show? That's a good question. What what are they going to miss, bro, if they do what me and Glenn are doing? What are they going to miss, bro? Fake wrestling moves? That's That's what they're going to miss? Yeah, that's it, because they have to say what moves were done. And, wow, did you see that? Blah, 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 blah. That was great. And his rope work was amazing. And God, what a massive waste of time. Jeff, I I do this, too. I don't know if you do, because I I don't think – I don't think you've gotten the Yankees for a while, okay, right? You haven't watched it because, yeah, you lost them. But, Jeff, a lot of times I'm podcasting, and the Giants are on, so I will record the show. Once I go to the TV, I'm watching the show like, you know, times three, times four till I catch up. 
that that would be like that would be like me thinking it's necessary to watch every pitch in real time. It, it's the same exact thing. I don't, bro. I don't know what it is with these dudes, but. I'm just not going to waste my time. Like, bro, we have limited time, man. All of us, we got limited time. And and you think about the hours you're wasting doing that, bro. And you could actually see that he wasn't thrilled by having to do all that. He was kind of complaining. Then don't do it. And don't exactly. Why why isn't he not doing it the way you said? God, it's like my God, bro. What, 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 what on God's green earth are you gonna freaking miss? Let's go to Melter. This was sent in by Francesco Castano, and he's talking about the Swerve Strickland Hangman Page oh, match. God. Can't wait to hear uh, full, about full this. Gear. Yeah, we better have uh, we better have scrum stuff on this show. We do got a little bit of scrum stuff, not okay. not as much as usual. We didn't get okay. a lot of submissions of it, but we do got some. You know, like that match, like like that match is was was a a great great match. I can't say I liked the match. I actually kind of hated it, but but it was a fantastic match. <laughs> how how is that even possible? If if I'm if I'm watching a, I'm going to go back to baseball. I'm watching a great baseball game. It's a great game, but I actually hated it. Yeah, that that's where he's trying to. You know, I'm a critic, so I'm going to tell you that it was a great match, but personally, I didn't like it. Like, you're a phony critic when you do that. You're not giving an honest opinion. If you're if you're trying to look at something critically and you use a different lens than your own personal enjoyment, you're not being honest with how you really feel. You're trying to say what you think other people would say about this game that are experts. It's right. phony, right? If, if I play a video game and I hate it, and then I go and I do a review of it and I'm like, Oh well, you know this. The level design here was great, and and you can tell how they they tried to do that. And I'm sure a lot of people like this story. I'm being phony. Right. I didn't like it. I hated it. Right. So like this is just him with his phony. I'm not biased. You know my opinion doesn't. Yeah. No. It, 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 it is him saying th- this was a great match because all the marks are saying it was a great match, but I yep. personally hated it. That, yep. First of all, bro, that that makes absolutely no sense. That was a great wreck, man. I, I just I just listened to the Rolling Stone record, man, bro. That was a great record, but I got to be honest with you, I really hated it. Yeah, could you, could like, you imagine what? being an album reviewer and giving an album five stars that you hated? Like I would never listen to this again, but it's you know it's a masterpiece. It's five stars. God, bro, this freaking guy, man, he just unbelievable, man. All right, let's go to Meltzer and Alvarez. So sent in by Matthew Ortiz and Kenneth Smith, and they're talking about The Miz. You know he never went to a house show? Miz never did? What did he say? Go go back. What did he say? You know he never went to a house show? Okay. You know he never went to a house show? Miz never did? Wow. No, I always thought that it was weird that um, Miz always talked about, like, what a huge fan he was. But he in Cleveland, he never went to a house show. And I would say... How big of a fan are, are are you if you've never if you never once went to a house show? I find it hard to believe that you were a huge fan if you never went to a house show, unless you couldn't afford it. But like, if you had enough money to buy in a those ticket, days, the tickets were like you could get in for five bucks. Yeah, I don't know. Then yeah, Jeff, I listen. Know. I guess <laughs> Jeff, like man, I really believed. I really believed. I was a. True, honest to goodness, 
Beatles fan, I guess I, I guess I couldn't have been. <laughs> like I n- I never saw them in concert, bro. Yeah. So how could I how could I possibly be a Beatles fan never seeing them in concert? How, Jeff? How? It's it's such a childish mentality you, you know oh yeah well you're you're a big fan of you know so-and-so band really when when what was the first album you got yeah oh well i've been listening to him for 10 years prior so you're a fake fan it's so childish he never went to a house show so he's not a real fan okay so he couldn't have watched it on tv every single freaking week he couldn't have went to a raw or something like that because he didn't go to a house meaningless house show he wasn't a real no he wasn't obsessed there's a difference. And I'm yeah, that's, a, that's exactly go, it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody goes to a house show is obsessed, but that's an obsession mentality that Mel's right. explaining there. Right. That you have to go to these things to consider yourself a, a real fan. That's that, I, that 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 logic is freaking ridiculous to me. I can't tell you how many how many artists in music that I'm a fan of and never seen them live in concert in my life. Yeah. I don't know. Then I don't know. Maybe his dad didn't want to drive him there. Maybe maybe his dad. Maybe they didn't have any money. How about that, Jeff? Like, is that a possibility? They were five dollars. Why would you even bringing this up if their parents, his parents, maybe didn't have the money to take him? Why would you even bring this up if that's a possibility? I don't know. Then I don't know. Maybe his dad didn't want to I mean, drive him there. Cleveland all the time when he was growing up, like probably monthly or, you yeah. know, if, if not every other month. Well, I know when I was a teenager, I went to house shows all the time and they were here. In I Seattle. started going to house shows when I was 10 years old yeah. and I would go like, uh, you know, twice a month or three times a month. <laughs> so like three times a month in one area. Yeah, when wow, someone says like, I, what, 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 what is the point of this conversation? What, 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 it, what point is he trying to make? They don't like the Miz, so right. we're gonna just say that he's not a, he was never a real. Okay, fan. so, so the Miz, the Miz has made millions and millions and millions of dollars in the wrestling business, but we got an issue with him because he didn't go to a house show when he was twelve. Yes. Oh my. God, bro, come on, man. Give me a freaking break, bro. Uh, you know, twice a month or three times a month. So, like, yeah, when someone says, like, oh, yeah, like, I was a giant fan. It's like, you know, do you ever bicycle ride to a house show? I mean, I did. <laughs> bro, write that times code. I need, did you ever bicycle ride to a house show? Tremendous, tremendous, bro. Do you ever bicycle ride to a house show i mean i did you know i did not bicycle ride from bothell to see bro, bro think think about that bro he bicycle rode to a house show house shows probably start about eight nine o'clock at night they probably end at 10 30 11 o'clock yeah bro he he's riding his bike home 10 30 11 o'clock at night yeah me a freaking break bro as a 10 year old too yeah as a 10 year old you're riding your bike home at 11 o'clock at night yeah bro yeah. I had a bicycle ride, rough, like I had to ride. climb up the. I would, I would, I would say I had to climb up mountains in the snow, but that fact never happened. But in fact, I did bicycle ride, you know, eleven miles both ways to house shows. Eleven so, miles, wait, wait, eleven wait. miles at ten years old. So now he's ten years old. 
It's 11 o'clock at night, and he's riding his bike 11 miles home, bro. Yeah, so what time is he actually getting home? Well, at 10-year-old, in the morning, he, you know? Bro, he, he must have had great parents, bro. I mean, that's <laughs> that's great, great child-rearing, bro, to let your 10-year-old ride his bicycle home at 11 o'clock at night for 11 miles, bro. Yeah. But, in fact, I did bicycle ride, you know, 11 miles both ways to house shows at the San Jose Civic Auditorium when I was growing up. Wow. That's true. I believe that. Yeah, did that all the time. Yeah. Nobody would give me a ride. So I just took my bike and went. <laughs> that part I can believe. That oh, part I can believe. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Please. You think that's embellished a little bit, bro? Oh, my God. All right, let's go. Jeff, come this. on. Seriously. Would you, when you were a kid, would you have rode your bike 22 miles to go see the Bills? Like my parents would never even been an option. But if it was an option, would you have done that? I would not have ever no. done that. 22 miles, bro, on a bike? No. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All right, let's go to the scrum video. This is weird. I don't know the context. I couldn't find the context. This was the only submission I got. And there's music playing at the beginning of this. It's very odd. But this is MJF. And this is sent in by Phil, the promoter, and he's crying. Did you say, have you seen this? I, I, I saw stills of him crying. I've not seen video. Jay White's a piece, but I'm saying this right now. He's a, he's a great athlete. He's an incredible professional wrestler. And Shane Strickland's an incredible professional wrestler. And Hangman Pages. And to have to follow a match like that, to have to follow that whole card, is not easy. Oh, I should good pickle <laughs> I'm sorry I'm like laughing and in pain at the same time um, just give me two seconds to gather my thoughts I want you guys to know I love wrestling so much and I love the fans so much and we gave you guys so many different versions of what professional wrestling could be and while some versions might not necessarily be my cup of tea I respect the out of every athlete in this company and i think it's so f-ing cool that this company is capable of giving the fans so many different types of pro wrestling and i couldn't be more proud to be a part of that as long as this mother pays me a lot of money when it's january 1st adam get the f-ing here dude no nah, man yeah i don't, I, I, Jeff, I, don't I, I i don't i don't i don't i'm lost with this bro i i, mean, I is he He's got to be faking it, right? The only thing, no, he's he's not faking it. The only thing I'm thinking, bro, is he did mention he did mention the pain that he was in. So I don't know is some of this from the pain he's feeling. I I don't understand this, Jeff. I don't understand this. I don't know, but the way he was speaking so fast and high pitched, it sounded fake. It's just know, it's, it's, this is bizarre. I don't understand. This is very it. this is very bizarre because as I'm watching this, I'm just thinking of every professional athlete I've seen across the board in every possible scenario, and I've never ever ever seen anybody carry on like that. Yeah, I I think we need more context. I mean, I don't know if he's is it possible he's shooting an angle. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just so weird that he would just break down and cry seriously. like Because the wrestling was so good and we're, yeah. giving, we're giving you guys such good wrestling. I'm going to cry about that. Yeah, that doesn't fit his 
mo you know i don't that's why it's bizarre to me i'm the first time i saw this i'm like he's got to be faking this right well he i mean he I did know. he did say january 1st and we're getting awfully close yeah well we got a a, a good still image from a different angle of this, this is sent by a.r wayne and matthew ortiz this, this you may have seen he's concerned tony's concerned oh my god <laughs> See, that looks phony. I know it's a still shot. It's out of context. But 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 Tony looks – you know when Tony fakes and it's bad? When he's playing along and it's terrible and we see it yeah. all the time? That's what it looks like here. Yeah. Like phony Tony. Bro, you taught it, – it, it's, it's – I like bizarre. that. Trademark that. Phony Tony. That's, phony that's, Tony. Yeah. It's uh, it's bizarro land, Jeff. It's, it's just freaking bizarro land, man. It is. It is. It really is, bro. It really is. Can you imagine Savage doing that? Can you like seriously imagine that? Think about that for a second. Down the whole roster back in the day through your day, Austin. Austin's Austin's doing that, bro. Yeah, and if and if they are, it's a it's a work, you know. (sighs) I want to know what you think of this picture because this was posted in May. So only six months ago, and I'm trying to do the timetable here of when we started noticing Melter's hair changes in the dye. It had to have been longer than six months, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So keep in mind, this was sent in by Anders Ong. This Shot was, in May. This was posted in May of this year. Oh, my God. <laughs> Alvarez looks like he has, I don't know, White hair, blonde bro, bro, hair. Can we stop with the bit? Look, 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 look. Alvarez is doing this. That's like, like remember that. What are you freaking after years? Yeah, what are you twelve, bro? Like seriously, bro. Yeah, but Meltzer's hair looks orange. It also looks bald, bro. <laughs> like, is it? I mean, he lighting? also looks is like it... he has no hair. Yeah, is it the lighting? Because yeah, Alvarez I, I think, I think, strange. I think that's. I'm more taken back by the lack of hair because yeah, so... now. Now I'm asking myself the question, is he going to, uh, what do they call that for men, hair for men? What do they call that? Yes. Is he he doing that now? I'm asking myself. Rogaine? Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, so I'm thinking, all right, this is six months ago, five months ago or whatever. Alvarez's hair looks kind of really light. It's got to be the light. But then you look at the guy in the middle. That guy's hair is black. Uh, bro, does this not look a little bit photoshopped to you? It was a Facebook post by, I think, probably this guy. I, I don't know that for a fact. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, that that would be a very good Photoshop that somebody would just take just to make his hair look different for whatever reason. But if, if it was the lighting, wouldn't that guy's hair not be black? Wouldn't his hair be light as well? It just but, depends the way the lighting's hit, hitting it. You know what I mean? But it's only hitting Alvarez and Meltzer and not him in the middle? Mm. I don't know. This is bizarre. Is this like – I remember when I was a kid, my friends would get that sun in, and they would squirt it in their hair to make yeah. their hair blonde for like a day. That's what Meltzer looks like here. Yeah. So let's go back to the scrum in MJF. This was sent in by Kyle Kosicki and Francesco Castano. Now, these are your unbiased journalists. MJF was promoting these pickles. I don't know if it's his pickle company or it's just a company he likes. Like when CM Punk promoted the bakery 
that one day. Uh, yeah, so. Well, I, I, but CM Punk promoting that bakery, I think he did that on his own. I don't think he was in cahoots with the bakery. Yeah. So I don't know if, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know yeah. if this is the same thing with MJF. He just likes these pickles. It's a joke. I don't know, but that's the context of this. And can somebody grab these pickles? No, no, no. They stay. No. Oh. That's good marketing. That's good. That's good. By the way, does anybody want a jar? Yeah. Come grab here. Come grab a jar. Can it's like I said. If grab anybody wants the pickles, you want the last one. Who wants the last pickle? Oh, that's great. Oh, you almost robbed oh, me. Take the pickle. Take the pickle. There you go. No, I there. All right. Another girl wants some jam pickle. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> What a uh, fucking clown show. Vince, these are supposed to be unbiased bro, reporters. They're joking, laughing. Bro, we'll you got to go back. You got to go back and watch the one guy that takes the first pickle jar and how he throws it up in the air and catches it. He's so happy, bro. You got to go back and watch it, bro. This is embarrassing, This man. is freaking embarrassing. Can you imagine this at a real press conference, bro? That's watch. what I'm saying. These aren't journalists. The pickles. What's the guy in the orange here, Jeff? Watch. Did you, oh, uh, and I, now I caught this because you pointed him out. He's moving. Oh, yeah. No. He's got to yeah. get a jar before they're all gone. You know what this is reminding me, bro? Uh, when George Casanza was at the kids' uh, birthday party. Yeah. That's yeah. what this reminds yeah. me of. But, bro, watch yeah. watch how happy he is. He throws it up in the air and catches it. Yeah, he's hurrying up there to make sure he gets one. Like I said, oh. if anybody Avatar. wants the pickles. Look at it. Boom, boom. Watch, Jeff. Watch, Jeff. Watch, Jeff. There you go. <laughs> no, I there. I got one. So yeah. my, my first thought, if Fuck I'm, if I'm All sitting. Of you, you guys should be embarrassed, ashamed. I'm sorry, yeah. but this is not professional. Like look at and look at this guy. What is he wearing a freaking he's, hooded sweatshirt? He's disappointed. Bro, my first thought would be do, do I really want to be walking around with a pickle jar, bro? That's like true. that would be yeah. my very first thought, bro. But the, I mean this is so unprofessional. And see, this is the problem like I have, Jeff. They're because, giggling and laughing, we're all pals. Bro, wasn't MJF once a heel? Yeah. And uh, now he's giving pickles away at like how how did that come about? Yeah, at that one at one point in time he was like arguably the best in the business. Remember he would walk into that scrum cussing at people and calling everybody marks. Yeah. Now we've gone from that to him giving pickles away and crying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we, we we've seen he's smarter than a lot of people. This could be a giant ruse by him to whatever angle he's he's going with his character next. He could be having these idiots in the bro. It hands. also could be. It also could be. You don't know, bro. January first is right around the corner, bro. Maybe he caught wind that they're not gonna pay him what he thinks they're gonna pay him, and now he's totally, you know, in in the gear of up Tony Khan's ass. So it very well could be that too, bro. It could be a. It could be a move because he knows they ain't gonna pay me what I thought they were gonna pay me. AEW's got this big Continental Classic tournament starting soon coming up, right? Oh, God almighty. So in this clip sent in by Francesco Castano, this is Meltzer and Alvarez talking oh, about God that. Almighty. Yes, the winner of the tournament would be wrestling seven times between now and then. So if if we have um I don't have a calendar in front of me. How many how many days between Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday are there starting this Wednesday through so it's five we essentially five weeks ish, um, so probably around fifteen. One, right? two, three, 
4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, Wait, 11, And you're 12. supposed to be following this thing through all yeah. this, bro? You're supposed yeah. to be following it. Yeah. Okay. 13, 14, 15 shows before the, from now until the 23rd of December. Okay, so 15 shows. And then the total, um, let me think, figure this out. Everyone's got five matches. Um, six guys. So that's basically 30 matches. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't know. What is the point of doing that? Why are we doing this? That's a very good question. <laughs> so what, what, what you basically would do is on average, it sounds like two matches. Bro, you know per- what this is? You always say, man, you always say, you know how, bro, remember in Rain Man when, uh, when, when uh, Tom Cruise dropped the box of toothpicks? And Dustin Hoffman knew exactly how many. It's a numbers thing with him, bro. It's it's that's part of every single thing he does, even when it's absolutely meaningless. Yeah, but it's different because it's an obsession with it. But it's not if if he if he knew all this and he was as smart as we think, he wouldn't have to ask Alvarez. Right. He wouldn't have right. to ask Alvarez how many days is this and how many is that. He would have just bam, bam, bam on his own. Yeah. That's where I think the difference is here. Yeah. Show, which would be four guys, which means that every guy would be wrestling essentially one match a week, um, you know, on one of the three shows. That's kind of how it seems to figure. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay. So they're going to have a match a week. Okay. All right, Dave. We got it. Uh, this is a just a fictional wrestling tournament that he's trying to figure out the ins and outs of how many how much how much are they going to have to wrestle a week and it is a continental tournament yeah well it's time for the closer and i'm sure you're asking yourself what is the AEW continental classic oh, boy, what is this go. big tournament that Tony Khan's going to explain this for us Tony Khan is going to explain this to us this was sent in by Francesco Castano I think if people want to see the sports-based presentation in every match, there's 33 matches in the Continental Classic. So get ready. Strap in. Get ready. Every Wednesday and Saturday. The same. <laughs> Did he say strap in or strap on? Yeah, probably both with these. Yeah, exactly. Games. Exactly, bro. Sports-based presentation in every match. There's 33 matches in the Continental Classic. So get ready. Strap in. Get ready. Every- He's got Okay. We need more info. I know somebody watching this will have the answer. Send it to me. The scarf. He's wearing, he's wearing it again. Yes. Yeah. Second scrum in a row. He said that scarf on. What is the significance? People want to see the sports-based presentation in every match. There's 33 matches in the Continental Classic. So get ready. Strap in. Get ready. Every Wednesday and Saturday, the same people who don't want to see any outside interference. I'm not bullshitting. I'm dead serious. If you don't want to see any outside interference, if you want to see straight wrestling at its very best in a great field, uh, then put your money where your fucking mouth is. And Wednesdays and Saturdays, I expect. Bro, to see is you. this going to kind of be like the the Patreon show we did about <laughs> about the uh, WCW roster? Like, are they going to be like twenty run-ins? <laughs> like, because he forgot what he said two weeks ago. Yeah, you know, and with what you're saying about Houseman drinking the beer to look cool, he's dropping the f bombs. Oh, the of same course, mindset. of course, of you know, course. He, he thinks it makes him cool when yeah, when it course. just makes him look like an unprofessional douchebag. Exactly. So get ready, strap in, 
Get ready. Every Wednesday and Saturday, the same people who don't want to see any outside interference. I'm not bullshitting. I'm dead serious. If you don't want to see any outside interference, if you want to see straight wrestling at its very best in a great field, then put your money where your fucking mouth is. And Wednesdays and Saturdays, I expect to see you uh, strapped in. What what sense does that mean? If you want to see great wrestling uh, without any run-ins or anything, Put your money where your mouth is? What what sense does that make? He's saying you better watch it. You better watch it. So we're going to see how many people actually want this. Then put your money where your fucking mouth is. And Wednesdays and Saturdays, I expect to see you uh, strapped in. Because we are going to put on the best wrestling tournament with some of the best matches. The level of arrogance of this guy, because he's booking this tournament, is going to be the best wrestling tournament ever. Bro, especially when you're not drawing an audience, bro. You're not drawing an audience, and you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, bro. They've already shown him that they're not going to put their money where their fucking mouth is because (laughs) they don't watch Collision. They don't watch Rampage, and it's that shit every week. It's just matches. They already don't watch it. So now we're going to have a tournament, and we're going to call it the Continental Classic or something generic like that. And, oh, everybody's going to watch it. No, probably not. It's going to do the same number or probably even less. That he normally does. I, 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 you know, bro. Again, we we know we know why he bought AEW. We know why he's, you know, we know why he books it the way he does. We know, you know, the guy's got more money than we'll ever understand. But the one thing I don't understand is, bro. Even if I bought this to have my own personal live wrestling show. Um, And even if I was booking everything and this was the dream going back to when I was five years old, this, that, and the other thing, there would still be that competitive nature in me to get the ratings up every week like that, that, that to me, Jeff, that just seems like that's almost something that's built in. You know what I'm saying? But he like, he, I don't, he doesn't give any indication of doing anything to draw more people to watch this company. Zero adjustments. It's the same thing since day one or since whenever he got all these people that were supposed to be the vice presidents in the creative. Once this became the Tony Khan show, it's been the same since day one of Four him. Four years. Yeah. Nothing has changed. There's never any adjustments at all. It's the same thing. So there, it's exactly what you said. It's not about trying to get the, the most people in. It's what that guy, uh, I think it was the WrestleNomics guy we had a couple weeks ago with his tweet saying, whether it makes money or not, he's going to continue to do the show that he wants to do. Jeff, would you think, you know, if you, if you had a billionaire owner in any sport, okay, any sport, let, let's say hockey. We never talk about hockey. There's a billionaire owner in hockey. And bro, the dude's not really a hockey fan, but this this is an investment for him. Somebody told him, "Man, bro, you're getting this at a really low price. Buy it." So he's not really he's not really a a uh, hockey fan. He bought it as investment. But wouldn't you think, bro? Even a guy like that that owns a team, 
would want that team to win as many games as possible. Wouldn't you think that, bro? It's it's weird that you would think because in his mind he thinks he's the greatest Booker ever. Of course, I mean, uh, yeah. That's that's been so, that's so, be cemented once three years in a row. So why wouldn't he want to also be the most watched ever? You, you, but it's not there. It's no. I'm still going to do things my way. It's the best, but it's not like he wants to be. We we saw it with the the Wembley number, whether that's real or not. That that was a big thing. The biggest whatever. The most people in an arena. Most tickets sold. Whatever it was. He was really proud of that. Why why is the most watched audience not a thing he tries to go for? I don't know, bro. It's mind boggling to me. The whole the whole thing. The whole thing is mind boggling. Yep. All right, Jeff, what is going on in your world? Well, if you would like to submit to this show, you do so to me, guys. The only place I take submissions is to email at gmail.com. If you submit a tweet, please include both a link and a screenshot to the tweet. Videos MP4, audio MP3, around 30 seconds to a minute. email at gmail.com. Also, guys, remember on a Patreon, bro, we have a bonus castrating the marks with brand new submissions. Guys, we also also on um on Patreon right now, you can get Russo'sbrand.com. So guys, you have the option to piggyback Russo'sbrand.com with a tier on Patreon and do everything under one roof. I know there were a lot of you that wanted to do that. Uh, for convenience. So just so you know, this show, all the shows on Russo'sBrand.com are now available also on Patreon.com forward slash Russo TW. New, new episodes only, like yeah. start starting this week. So yeah, start, yeah, yeah, starting this week with new episodes only. So, yeah, so if you're wondering, well, wait a minute, should I switch to Patreon? Well, that, that, that depends. There has been, like Vince said, a lot of people, they just want it all in one place. If you're one of those people and you just want one RSS feed of all our new content on Patreon and you don't care about older older episodes you know prior to this point then that might be for you so it's not it's just another option yeah that's it we just want to give you uh, another option so that is it everybody when does this show drop jeff monday monday okay so i i wish everybody had a uh, happy thanksgiving and jeff and i will be back right here next week take care everybody